I'm in love with the shape of you. <laughs> what? Come on, keep going, keep going. Come on. Push and pull like a magnet. Is that is that the words? Yeah, very good. What's another one. What another what? Uh, over the castle on the hill. I can't even. I don't even listen to these songs. So funny. Do you know they like? And I just wouldn't choose any of them songs. Fair enough. But anyway, this is making a podcast. My name's Evan, and I'm Katie. Katie. The dreaded question of the week. Well, my dreaded question anyway. How are you? I'm alright. And I just also want to say happy birthday. Thank you. This is Katie's birthday episode, you guys. Yeah, it's still my birthday two days there. Um, (laughs) I'm just milking it now at this point. But um, no, yeah, uh, it's been good. I had a ball celebrating my birthday. Um, I went to see Joanne McNally's comedy show amazing so good it was my birthday present from kevin and i were front row oh unreal she did call my boyfriend out it did make my whole entire birthday (laughs) and she basically told me i was pretty so you know there you go that's what you need (laughs) yeah i was like thank you i like even kevin said to me i was looking at this woman like she is god i was like the whole time I was just like, oh my god. And I was laughing so hard and she was just incredible. I'm so happy I got to see her show. Um she's just insane. She's insanely funny. She's gas. Um and yeah, oh, I just love her so much. But yeah, um, so that was a ball. And then um I've just been chilling otherwise, just trying to get my shit, my life together. How about you, Evan? So before I answer that question, um, I have a question to ask you. So your birthday's October 3rd. Yes. What's it like to share that day with Mean Girls? You know what? I love it. I'm like, yes. I'm I'm happy to share it with Mean Girls. Um, either It's either Mean Girls Day or it's my birthday, you know? So yeah. like either way, it's a public holiday. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> So to answer your question, I am good. I'm tired. I keep saying that every week, but it's not a lie. Look, well, like being an adult just makes it hard. Yeah, honestly, I it's feel like my brain is doing overtime. Guys, can someone figure my life out for me? No, sorry, you have to do that by yourself. Oh God, well, I know it's cruel, but unfortunately, it's the way life goes. Well, do you know what? I'm getting out of here soon. Manifesting life or. No, I out of this country. I was like, that's life. And you were like, well, I'm getting out of here soon. I was like, um. no, that, that's, that's somewhere down the road. I imagine 40. Evan. We all know what's going on. 40? Give me a few more years. 60? Yeah, that's all right. There we go. <laughs> so we just... That's I don't when I'm going to die. That's an extra 20 years course. Like, I, we can just, I feel like people are going to be counting down. It's going to be weird. No one's counting down. Okay, this has gotten dark <laughs> for Katie's birthday episode. So we're not actually doing comments corner this week because I forgot to put it in the box again. And uh, me too. Like, I put it anyway. Yeah, I always forget every week. So we're going to dive straight into pop news. So what a week it's been. Wow, what a week. 
So um, first first things first, uh, over the years, the JV and Jelena shippers have been at each other's throats on social media, as well as attacking these women, the women in question, Hayley Bieber and Selena Gomez online. Hayley sat down on the Call Her Daddy podcast to share her experiences since entering her high profile relationship. She addressed the claims that she stole Justin from Selena, saying when him and I started like hooking up or like anything of that sort, he was not ever in a relationship ever at any point. I would never, it's not in my character to mess with someone's relationship. Although she never mentioned Selena by name, uh, Haley commented on the ship that was known as Jelena. I know for a fact that it was the right thing for them to close that door. I know that it closed a chapter and I think it was the best thing that could have happened for him to move on and be engaged and get married and move on with his life in that way. She also shared a message for Selena's fans saying, I think we all have more in common than we don't. That's like where everything comes from from me from for me uh so when i see people being nasty and like attacking me i'm like we probably like a lot of the same things you don't have to like me but you don't have to say anything either because behind this person that you're looking at on a screen is a person with a brain and a heart and emotions and issues that i face and he also shared that she has spoken to selena since marrying justin saying it's all respect it's all love that's also why i feel like well if everybody on our side knows what happened and we're good and we could walk away from it with clarity and respect, then that's fine. So one day later, Selena took to tick to TikTok live uh, saying uh, some of the things that I don't need to be aware of are vile and disgusting. No one should ever be spoken to in the manner that I've seen. And all I have to say is it's incredibly ironic that I would release something that is all about kind words because that's exactly what I want. If you support rare, I cannot thank you enough but also know that you are representing what it means and it, that is that words matter. Yeah. Why are we comparing them? Because we're awful. Yeah. Just leave, leave people to be people. Like, don't be comparing anybody to anybody. Yeah, I mean, they're two beautiful, successful women. Why are we comparing them? They're two women none of us will ever be, so just calm down and leave them alone. Like, Let them... Let them find their own happiness yeah because they're jealous (laughs) it's true it is true yeah but you know Haley said it now so we can all stop well i not that we ever took part in this but no we never did but like the rest is that are listening because i know there's one is at least one listener has has done it leave him alone yeah slate justin though He's a, he's a man. He can. <laughs> Justin's irrelevant in this case. <laughs> I support the other straight, two. He's a straight white male. We don't really like them around. Not the biggest fan. But we love the women. So leave the women alone. Yeah. Hayley Bieber's so beautiful. So Selena. Oh, amazing. They're both gorgeous. Like. Uh, so we're going to move on. So Sex and the City, The Sopranos and The Flintstones are all shows that got six seasons and a movie. If that phrase sounds familiar, you might recognize it from the hit NBC show Community. However, it's been announced uh, that Peacock are releasing an official Community movie uh, uh, after the six-season run, which ended back in 2014, and fans are going wild. Cast members who are set to return are John McHale, Danny Pudi, Alison Brie, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken John. Hmm. I love Community, so I'm very excited for that never watched it it's so hilarious if you haven't watched it it's on netflix or peacock wherever you're listening in the world go watch it 
<laughs> what other but then if you haven't watched it let's ask the question what tv show deserves a movie adaptation no 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 leave them alone why why can't they go to the big you know screen? what i'm like you know what i'm like i'm like okay. leave it where it ends um excuse <laughs> Um, hmm, TV show, movie adaptation. Um, I kind of would like to see an Only Murders in the Building movie. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. That would be very good. Um, but I don't really know, like, oh, um, One Day at a Time, maybe. Oh, yeah. So I'm like that if they had a movie, like I think that would be good. Um or that's it, I think. Mm. What about you? What do you maybe think? maybe Victorious. I don't know, that'd be fun. Did it did it already have a movie? No, they did like Nickelodeon specials. There was never a full length feature movie. Oh right. I wish it was a feature movie. That would be fun though, if there was a Victorious movie. Yeah. So moving on. So Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, Kanye West. These are just some of the clients uh, who are managed by Scooter Braun. So in 2019, uh, Scooter acquired the masters to Taylor Swift's uh, Taylor Swift music, which is why she is re-releasing her old albums, of course. And he has finally spoken out uh, since this saying, I made the assumption uh, that everyone once the deal was done, was going to have a conversation with me, see my intent, see my character, and say, great, let's be in business together. However, that did not happen, and we all, <laughs> the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. Bad man. <laughs> we all know my thoughts and opinions. Oh yeah, 100% he's an arsehole. Yeah. But, you know, he's a rich arsehole. So. Mm-hmm. Right, so last headline. So um, he's at it again. Kanye West has been turning heads and stirring the pot recently. He posted an Instagram story saying that the Black Lives Matter movement was a scam. He then appeared in a White Lives Matter shirt at his fashion show with Republican presenter Candace Owens. He then mocked Vogue fashion editor Gabriella Carifa, uh, Gabriella Carifa Johnson, who criticized him for wearing the shirt. Vogue came out in defense of their editor, saying that they don't condone Kanye's actions. Someone else who spoke out against Kanye's actions was model Gigi Hadid. She said, uh, she commented, you wish you had a percentage of her intellect. You have no idea. Ha ha. If there is actually a point to any of your shit, she might be the only person that could save you. As if the honor of being invited to your show should keep someone from giving their opinion. LOL. You're a bully and you're a joke. So um, Kanye, this did not stop Kanye. He continued to go on in one of his Instagram rants, as he does. He said, I wonder what Gigi and Venus's perspectives were when I didn't know where my children was on her birth, where my child was on her birthday. Gabby told me that she disagreed with that. And that's putting me in and that's putting it in a nice way. She said it was on her group chats. So why did everyone feel so free to attack me about my T-shirt? But Candace Owens was the only public figure to say that it was wrong for the Kardashians to keep me from seeing my daughter. Or we just chime in when we want to tear a black man down for actually having a different political opinion. And for the audience, so outraged about my T-shirt, where was you when I couldn't see my kids? I went public in hope of public support at that time. So someone who responded to this was his sister-in-law, Khloe Kardashian. 
She said, yay, I love you. I don't want to do this on social media, but you keep bringing it here. You are the father of my nieces and nephews, and I'm trying to be respectful. But please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect again with, with the birthday narrative. Enough already. We all know the truth, and in my opinion, everyone's tired of it. You know exactly where your children are at all times, and you wanted separate birthdays. I have seen all of your texts to prove this. And when you changed your mind and wanted to attend, you came. Like you have pointed out yourself, she is the only one taking care of your kids 80% of the time. Please leave her and the family out of it so that the kids can be raised peacefully. I come from a place of love and I'm happy to, to continue to this conversation privately if you wish. So he did not take kindly to that. In all caps, he wrote, you are lying and all li- and are liars. Y'all basically kidnapped Chicago on her birthday so she couldn't, so she could remember her father not being there. So there are. Y'all also threw a party before Sam's birthday uh, when I was uh, flying back from Japan to be there for his birthday. And the first I heard about it was seeing pics of the party online. Also, I should see my children 100% of the time. But since there's a separation, it should have been 50% of the time. Y'all wouldn't have played with Donda like that in Jesus' name. Anytime we talk about uh, Kanye West, the um, Jamma Collins TikTok sounds, um, it's mental illness, babe. Just <laughs> in my head. Every time, well, I mean, fair. You know, like, and we do know that Kanye does suffer from mental health illness, and I'm not slagging it, but it's just it's coming out, it's showing. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, haha, you're mentally ill. I'm like, no, you need to not be mentally ill in the public eye for the sake of your children exactly you're going on about about your children and then they're going to grow up and read all this stuff in the tabloids and it's like why didn't you just stay on your medication or they really do. i mean those kids are <laughs> i mean there's a video of i mean i, I know obviously they're not his kids but courtney's kids tell telling the paparazzi that they don't want to be photographed yeah like they are telling the paparazzi and they're young which is so freaky to me but they have to, because like otherwise, they're just gonna get popped. Yeah, but like the fact that that's like trained in them from a young age, you know. Yeah. It's so disturbing. You know, it's, it's, the whole situation is disturbing. Yeah, but like, how, how old is the child that he's talking about? Like, so, I mean, they're they're all different ages. Chicago, though, the one he's talking about. Chicago, is Chicago, the youngest, or is is no. it Pam or Sam? Sam, I think it's, I think it's Sam. Like, cause like, that's how you would say like the religious word Sam. Okay. So Chicago is, Chicago's four. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Wow. Look at me. She's not going to remember. I don't know who was at my fourth birthday party. Like, okay. Yeah. I know my dad wasn't there, but that's only because he was never there. Like, I'm not slagging them, I'm just saying, like, it's just a fact that he was never at any of my birthday parties, so I know he wasn't there. Yeah. But, like, if I had a family member that was at every other birthday party that I can remember, like, after four, I'm not going to be like, they weren't at my fourth birthday party. Then again, I suppose my birthday parties weren't, like, probably... They weren't Kardashian level. Yeah, like, but that, there's still pictures and all taken. There's some memories in them. Mm. So, yeah, I think you're fine, Kanye. I think your four-year-old child, not that she doesn't care if you're there, but also, if it's her birthday party, she doesn't really care that you're there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, she's getting presents and made being made a fuss of by like people she doesn't always see. Like she's grand. Yeah. Anyway, so before I let you introduce this week's topic, I'm going to just ask you because it's your wild card birthday episode. Mm-hmm. You have to cash in a wild card this week. Was there anything that didn't make the cut? Um, Westlife. Westlife didn't make the cut. That was it. That were they were the only two that I was like, hmm. That's what I did. So there were two. So one did not make it. So what did make it? <laughs> so I normally write something for this, but I just decided to go off the cuff today. Um, because you wouldn't get any of the references I make anyway, because you don't really like this person. But anyway, people will. Yeah, but like you want them. Like I strive to make you laugh. Anyway, um. This week, we are going to speak about the man that I have, well, I was previously in love with for about, I want to say, at least six years. It could have been more. Mm-hmm. Um, genuinely believed that I would bump into him in Dublin and he would fall madly, deeply, truly, passionately in love with me and we'd get married. Uh, but that never happened. Uh, so I just went to see him in concert like six times. Uh, so this week we are speaking about Ed Sheeran. So <laughs> what is your history with Ed Sheeran? My history with Edward Sheeran. Um, <laughs> uh, the look she's giving me. That's not his name. <laughs> I also said, what was another one I said it before? Millicent Robert Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's my favorite one um so my history with with ed um i remember being in school and the a team had come out his first big single mm-hmm. um and it was everywhere and i just never got it but like when whenever i think of the a team now i just think of like lads with really bad hair in chinos with on guitars on youtube doing a cover <laughs> yeah I mean, it's not it's not an awful song. I'm just saying, this is what I think of. It's just it's reminiscent of an era. I would say, mm-hmm. it's just kind of over the years. He's always just been there. But then I think I never like I, I was never into him. But then I remember being in college and was it shape whatever album Shape of You was from? Is that Divide? Yeah, Divide had come out and everyone was playing the songs from Divide in at college parties in college everywhere I couldn't escape it <laughs> yeah it's like oh my god I don't get this and then yeah just over the years he's kind of been he, so there's one song and oh my god it plays almost every day on my way to work on the radio yeah shivers 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 plays almost every day on my way to work yeah so yeah <laughs> that's my history with Ed Sheeran I guess what's your history with Ed Sheeran my history with Ed Sheeran is a long one mm-hmm. it's a long one um, but funny enough you mentioned A-Team because that came out around the summer-ish like I remember being in my friend Yvonne's house and she really liked the song and she was like oh yeah it's by this new fella called like Ed Sheeran or whatever I think he'd had like he something had been played of his before but this was his first like hit this is what put this man on the map. I didn't really like it. Yeah. I didn't like the A-Team. I didn't like his song that made him famous. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember how I actually 
got into him but I, I just then remember being into him and then I got tickets for one of his concerts um well the the plus that was the album the 18 was on the plus concert and um I got tickets for that for Christmas and went to it and fell in love and never left his side since <laughs> that's serious. my history <laughs> So we are going to get into the history of the life and career of Ed Sheeran. Katie, are you ready? I'm very ready. And you're going to correct me on a lot of this. Probably. So Edward Christopher Sheeran was born in Halifax, London on February 17th, 1991. Um, Sheeran grew up singing in church and he was accepted into the National Youth Theatre as a teenager. So in 2007, he joined a production of Frankenstein, a new musical. 2008, he auditioned for the ITV series Britannia High, but was unsuccessful. 2009, he supported Just Jack on tour and released the EP You Need Me. February 2010, Sheeran posted a video to SB TV and supported Example on tour. He then released his Loose Change EP, which featured the song A-Team. Uh, Sheeran started pl- uh, posting on YouTube. He released two more EPs uh, called Ed Sheeran Live at Bedford and Songs I Wrote with Amy. January 2011, he released another EP, Number 5 Collaborations Project. Uh, later that month, uh, Sheeran signed to Asylum Records. April 2011, uh, Sheeran performed The A-Team on Later with Jules Holland. Then The A-Team entered at number three in the UK charts. So September 2011, his debut album Plus was released the singles were The A-Team, You Need Me, I Don't Need You, uh, Lego House, Drunk, Small Bump and Gimme Love. Debuted at number one in the UK and number five in the US. 2012 Brits, um, Sheeran won the awards for Best British Male, Solo Artist and British Breakthrough Act. So March to May 2012, Ed Sheeran supported Snow Patrol on tour. June 2012, he performed the at the closing ceremony of the Olympics. So March to September 2013, uh, Sheeran supported Taylor Swift on her Red Tour. On October 2013, uh, Ed Sheeran headlined three nights at Madison Square Garden. So he then released the songs uh, Tenerife Sea and Icy Fire. June 2014, Multiply uh, is released. The singles were Sing, Don't, Thinking Out Loud, Bloodstream and Photograph. It debuted at number one in the UK and US. August 2014, uh, Sheeran embarked on a world tour. Uh, Multiply was nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. 2015 Brits, Sheeran won uh, Best Male Solo Artist and British Album of the Year. June 2015, uh, he supported the Rolling Stones on tour. July 2015, he performed sold out shows at Wembley Arena. Um, November 2015, Ed Sheeran released the DVD Jumpers for Goalposts. At the 2016 Grammys, he won two Grammy Awards for the best uh, for Song of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance. March 2017, uh, Divide was released. The singles were Castle on the Hill, Shape of You, Galway Girl, Perfect and Happier. It debuted at number one in the UK and US. He then went out on the Divide tour and he toured up until 2019. July 2019, he released the album Number Six Collaborations Project. And the singles were I Don't Care with Justin Bieber, Cross Me featuring Chance the Rapper and P&B Rock, Beautiful People featuring uh, Khalid's, Best Part of Me featuring Yeba, Blow featuring Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars, South of the Border featuring Cardi B and Camila Cabello, Antisocial featuring Travis Scott, 
and uh, Take Me Back to London featuring Stormzy. It debuted at number one in the UK and US. So um, it, Sheeran was named the second most streamed artist on Spotify uh, behind Drake. In October 2021, Equal is released. The singles were Bad Habits, Shivers, Overpass, uh, Graffiti, The Joker and the Queen featuring Taylor Swift, and Two Step featuring Lil Baby. Debuted at number one in the UK and US. November 2021, Ed Sheeran and Elton, Elton John released the single Merry Christmas. In April 2022, he embarked on his mathematics tour. He's currently married to a, a lady called Cherry and has a child. And that's what Ed Sheeran's been up to. Yeah. I probably left out a lot, but you can probably tell me that now. No, you, you mentioned a, like a good chunk of it. Let's have a discussion. So, did you do your homework? I did. Did you? What did you think of... So, I told Evan that the one condition I was doing this episode is that Evan has to listen to the Loose Change EP. And I listen to it on Spotify. So, if it pops up on my Spotify rap, you're you're paying for my months. Wow. I was so surprised because Evan replied to me, I will, but on YouTube because it's not gone onto my Spotify algorithm. Um, You could have just listened to it on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I just gave it. <laughs> uh, but what did you think of it? You know what? Uh, it, it listening to it, I actually thought it was. It's. It's not. It is. It's good. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this. Okay, so it's not my cup of tea, but it's good. Yeah, like it's not like what he is now. That's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. I was like, I literally the whole time listening to it, I was like, this is not the same person that sings bad habits. It's not. It's really not. It's really, really not. So, like, the Loose Change EP, if nobody, like, if you haven't listened to it and you're listening to this episode, go, stop listening to us, but come back. Yeah. <laughs> Pause, yeah. Pause, yeah. And just go on to YouTube. You don't have to do it on Spotify. You can, you can go on to YouTube and type in Loose Change EP at Sharon. I just think it's so good. And I started to like Ed Sharon, and then I found Loose Change EP, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so much better. Then, like it made me like like him even more um but I will be very very honest I haven't listened to um equal like whatever the newest album okay I am not an Ed Sheeran fan anymore yeah I'm still a fan of all of his old stuff up until divide like even divide album was amazing but like actually yesterday would have been Eight years ago yesterday, me and my friend went to see Ed Sheeran after my 18th birthday. Wow. And that was my third time seeing him in the three arena. And three out of six or five. Three arena, Vicar Street. Phoenix Park was one of them, was it? Phoenix Park and Croke Park. No, yeah, it was six. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> like I went... Yeah, but um, do you know? And I'm I don't really want to blame this on it, but it kind of was. It was the Phoenix Park gig that kind of gave me the ick. I heard that it was not great, and I know it wasn't his fault. It was MC. It was Aiken Promotions who like organized the gig. He had not. He just showed up like, but um, so it's not really on him, but. We went on the 16th May and I specifically remember because it was my nanny's birthday. 
and I was meant to go with somebody else but um, my ticket got taken away from me so my cousin ended up having a ticket and she was like come with me and I was like deadly um so it was in it was the forest night and it was insane it was crazy like we ended up just sitting down at the food trucks the whole night yeah I heard it was not a good setup it wasn't it wasn't there was a complete bottleneck there was kids leaving the crowd like sobbing crying some of them it was their fourth ever concerts and all. I'm like oh my god they are gonna be scared for life like that was just that was not it but like his first ever concert like the one I my first ever concert I to I went to of his I was just in awe again it was like watching a god I was like well, how are you this good because to be honest, he sounds the exact same. Well, at least from the plus, um, plus multiply and divide errors, he he has sounded the exact same on stage as he does on his music, which I think is great when somebody sounds like that. Yeah, I mean, he is very talented and he is a good songwriter. He's actually written one of my favorite songs of all time, two thousand two by Anne Marie. He's a co-writer on that. Yeah. Um, he is very good at what he does I respect the work music's not really for me um which is fine you know but again I have to also kind of not me call him out for this I don't even know the complete is it 360 between where he change to where he is now his sellout like yeah complete yeah his sellout era. I know I completely agree. He's such a sellout. But to, to be fair, I'd probably sell out if I was in his position as well. <laughs> I love how we're all like sellout. I do it too. Everyone's saying the same thing. We would all do the same thing. There's a reason why so many people sell out. Why wouldn't you? No, <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. It's complete like. I've spoken about this before and I was like, I'll save it for this episode. But like, I just feel like he he had his time where he was creative and he I feel like he got his creativeness out and he made all these albums and he's done all these tours and then he made all these friends. And now he's being celebrated as just a songwriter and doesn't really have to grasp into singing as much. Mm. So he's just making I think now he's just making like, I don't want to say easy stuff radio friendly yeah like it's gonna it's gonna generate loads of money over time because it's gonna get played loads Mm. so i think he's just like yeah i'm over the whole singer songwriter like being like depressed and stuff i have a wife and kids now and need to be at home a little bit more so let me just bang out a few tunes a year get them played all the time get the residual checks coming in and make my life easier Mm. so sad so yeah, I don't blame him, but I I'm also like man, you're disappointed. I am, and in preparation of this episode, I didn't listen to Ed Sheeran in preparation, but so I didn't listen to like the full albums all the way through. But I sat down and I listened to every song from the Loose Change EP to Plus uh, Multiply and Divide, and I remembered every word of every song. Yeah, I mean, the Loose Change EP is uh, very authentic. Yeah, but I mean, every song of every album, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember this one. And I was singing all the lyrics and I was like, how like, how did you ing- so ingrain that in yourself? <laughs> it, 
it's actually ingrained in my brain. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. And some of his songs, like, like I listened to 30 seconds of one of his songs and I had tear in my eye. I was like, are you for real? <laughs> so it's still kind of there for you. It's still, there's still that connection. Honestly, for his older stuff, the connection to all the older stuff is still there. But I cannot get on board. I don't like bad habits. I don't like shivers. Oh, God. I, I don't even sing along to them when they come on and like get off. Don't like it. And I will admit that I don't like it. And anything from that he's released, like whether it's been a single or like a, like on a track with somebody or whatever since uh, equals. I'm just I'm not down with like um divide was a stretch for me but i still listened to it and i still did like 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 a lot of the songs on it because um i was still i was at the end of my phase yeah but yeah um i think plus will always have the place in my heart of like oh like the nostalgia but uh I think he has some better songs on Multiply and Divide. What is it with the maths thing? Do you know this? No. No. Honestly, I'm sure some, like another Red Sharon fan could be like, actually, this is because of his star sign, his dog's cousin's star sign. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, as far as my Red Sharon tribute, goes i know that um he has a ketchup bottle tattooed on him mm. and baked beans like he has lots of high stuff tattooed on him because he loves red sauce and baked beans and he asks for um ketchup in every restaurant he goes into and if they don't have ketchup it's not good enough an establishment for him <laughs> that's a serious way to think about ketchup Ed. yeah and he likes um dinosaur nuggets and um the smiley potato waffles. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I have anything else to say in a cheer. Do you? I I think I do, but like, I I need to be prompted. Like, I could I could honestly speak about them all day. Okay, so um, what yeah. what is so obviously you've talked about the Phoenix Park gig. So let me ask you, what is it like, Ed Sheeran concert like? Hmm, it's hard because it's it's different to eat one, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's amazing. It's like all these people. I'll talk about a tree arena gig, for instance. All these people just standing in a room, um, singing along to like songs that they love so much. Think of it of like I know you've probably never been to one, but think of it as being like at an Adele concert what are you gonna do you're just gonna stand there and sing and probably cry it's like a form of therapy yeah it genuinely is like a form of therapy because you're all standing in this room you're all screaming at the top of your lungs like listening to this these songs that you listen to all the time like usually probably in your bedroom I know for me at the time because I was like a child I would just be listening to like in my bedroom and stuff and then I get to see him on stage, standing in front of me, doing all the loops on his loop pedal with his guitar. That's all he had. No backing tracks, nothing. Like, he makes all the music from his loop pedal and his guitar, and you see him do it naturally. And it's not like he's like, yeah, play Tenerife City. Do you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. 
he goes straight into it and you hear the first three chords and you're like, ah, oh, it's my favorite song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're like, oh, I know this one. And then he'll do the loop and he'll let a loop and loop and then he'll do the other little loop and then that will loop and then he'll start like doing the little, like the little bang on the guitar and you're like, ah, and you just see it building up. That's why I think it's such an experience. Like I have said it to people, if you do anything in, in this life, I wouldn't say to them now, but at the time when mm-hmm. he was doing this kind of music up until the divide era i would say go to an edgier concert it's genuinely an experience um because i love him so much but i will i remember he don't he actually references this in a song but he done um three concerts in one day yeah so he done like two in the UK and then flew over to Ireland to Vicar Street and done three gigs in one day and he released the tickets like four days before the concert and I just so happened to get my hands on them. it was proper little secret gig like in Vicar Street and I managed to get my hands on them and it was amazing it was for promo for the multiply oh um, wow yeah it was amazing and he was singing like Irish trad tunes and stuff because like he's his family is Irish like his nanny and stuff is Irish Mm -hmm. so he does have that like homage to Ireland and whatever else like that like he's pure from England like he pretends that he's Irish he's not his nanny is (laughs) um but but, um it was incredible just because like Vicar Street is such a small intimate room and he was like a celebrity at this point like he was famous like this was probably the I'd probably seen him this would have been my third time seeing him I think mm-hmm. at this point and um oh he was just incredible it was so good um so yeah an Ed Sheeran concert is an experience yeah well that's good to hear anyway so uh, I don't have anything else to say, but if if you have anything else to say, you can just work it in. All right. All right. So we're gonna, so Ed Sheeran is a great songwriter, um, mm. and he has made quite an impact. And we're going to talk about his impact uh, now. So the Guardian has called Ed Sheeran the Godfather of the current crop of singer songwriters. iHeart Media uh, said Sheeran has allowed uh, newer artists to be given the opportunity to enter the mainstream scene with quieter material. Billboard, The Financial Express, Brandon Sun and Arab News have all cited Ed Sheeran as a British music icon and he has been cited as an influence for other artists such as Sean Mendes, Louis Tomlinson, Camila Cabello, Cody Simpson and Harvey. Hmm. Well, I'm sure he is a music icon for a lot of people. <laughs> this is the only people I could find. I'm sure like there's been a lot of people heavily influenced. Absolutely, and they're just not but they're not on the level that Sean Mendes or the rest are. <laughs> uh One Direction. Uh Louis Tomlinson. Yeah, no, but that's that's just one of them. He was not even like that big in the music scene anymore. I'm talking about them as a whole. They would have been nothing without him. That is but why why would you say that? They have because because he wrote that's what makes you beautiful. What? Yeah. He, Are you sure? I'm nearly 100% sure. Give me, let me fact check that. Um, 
Sorry about the dead noise. Also has a song with Camila Cabello that played in the. <laughs> I have a story about that song. Which one? So it, there's a song that he has a Camila Cabello. I think it's on her album. I don't know, but um, it played in a club when I was in London. <laughs> and I, for some reason, went on this drunken rant with this random stranger I didn't know about how much I dislike Camila Cabello. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just got up and left. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. You I just don't let anyone enjoy Camila Cabello. I'm just like, no. All right. Okay. Well, he definitely wrote little things. Um, but I I could have been a hundred percent sure he wrote that's what makes you beautiful. Are you sure? All the Google it here. What makes you Yeah, beautiful? maybe maybe okay, maybe not. I read how yeah, it, yeah, that does not sound like an Ed Sheeran song. Yeah, it does. No, but you can hear it some of like the influences on like little things or like two thousand two that I referenced earlier. You can't really hear that on what makes you beautiful? Ah, you Ed like... Sheeran did not write the lyrics. You're insecure. Don't know what for. Have you listened to any Ed Sheeran songs? Yes, the ones that you hear on the radio. On the my... Your hand fits in mine like it's made just for me. Is on the same lines of your insecure. Don't know what for. It's not your insecure. It's in Zikar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also um. Coro uh, strip that down, which makes sense. Oh, but... dear Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, the ick. Yeah. Um, there was another, there's a few more songs here that I found that he co wrote. I'll just read them out because it's funny. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so strip that down and then. Um, eighteen by One Direction. Um, Hilary Duff tattoo. Oh, I I know that one from her Speak Out album, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. He um, he helped write that. Um, I just seen something about Rita Ora. I'm like, yeah, uh, your song by Rita Ora. Oh, I actually like that. <laughs> well, he wrote that song. Um, the weekend, dark times. Um, everything has changed, but like he features on that, so that makes. Oh, sense. I love that song. And then, um, Justin Bieber, love yourself, which we. Oh know. no! Stop! What was that last one? Justin Bieber, love yourself. Oh, he did not write that. Are you messing? <laughs> of course, he wrote. I don't think that's a good song, but I'm just like, how did you write that? He did, yeah. <laughs> you can go and love yourself. It's actually, um, fuck yourself, which makes sense for Ed Sheeran. Because Wait, are, but are you referencing the Halsey meme that's going around at the minute? No, I don't know that. You, you just did it. Um, no, I need to send you this later because you just basically did it. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, obviously I am, heaven. Go and fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm, I love Halsey, so that wasn't a dig. So, um, yeah, I know. I know you love Halsey. So, like, do you have any favorite songs? I know you don't really like them, but do you have any favorite songs? Not really, if I'm honest. Um, my mom really likes Thinking Out Loud, and she plays that all the time. So that's her favorite song. 
that's cute. It's such a, it's and very... then my friend, she used she was a comic herself. She used to be a big Ed Sheeran fan back in the day. Mm. And there was a song. Was it "Don't"? That's meant to be about Ellie Goulding. Yeah. Yeah, she introduced me to that. I don't think that one's that bad. The fuck with my love. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that's okay. It's all right, yeah. Um, and then, do you know who else is also rumored to be in that song? No, hard. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, he has really good like underrated. When I say underrated, like a lot of people know about them, but like they're not like the. 24 million listened song do you know what I mean yeah. they're like the 2 million listen or the 100,000 listened but um so like I'll do it from each album so from plus my favorite album is probably I used to love you and I it's very like at, at this point in his career like on plus he was very like a wannabe rapper and he still kind of is um so that was like kind of a rappy song. Autumn Leaves is a very good Ed Sheeran song. Oh, I think I know that one. Yeah, it's a very, very good song. And Sofa's all right. And then this, I used to like the song this, but, you know. And um, Small Bump from the Plus album is a very, very, very depressing song. Um, It's about like... It's called Small Bump. Oh, yeah. It's about his friend who had a silver, wasn't it? Yeah. I actually heard something. I actually did my research today. So when the Ireland was going through the abortion referendum. Yeah. Whenever that was, 2018, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently a pro-life campaign tried to use that song as like their Mm. anthem or whatever you could say. And then Ed Sheeran kind of uh, was like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, he's like, no, um, actually, please don't. Definitely <laughs> yeah, not. Um, and then, what was the other one? Uh, Little Board's Good as well. I like that one too. Mm. And Sunborn's Good. So that's that's that album. And then from Multiply, um, I'll tell like, so, no offense to your mom, but like, thinking out loud is just a very generic song. It is. It's a very generic song. Um, me saying that as an like Etern X Stan, but anyway, um, like he's just a generic man. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I'll call myself out. Like, yeah. But, but I'm like, yeah, that song's generic. Yeah, Katie, the whole artist is generic. But anyway, um, like he's a straight white man. Why do I like him this much? I don't know. We don't know. Um, so Nina is a good song. Oh, that's about Nina Nesbitt. Yeah, Nina's a very good song. Um, The Man is a good song. Um, Even My Dad Does Sometimes, that's a good song. Um, I do like All of the Stars, and I don't know if it's because that's in the fault of our stars. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, but I don't know if that's why I like that song, but I did. I'm like, oh, All of the Stars. Um, And then... Like yeah, like I like most of the songs in that album, uh, and I do like thinking about it. It's just it's quite generic. Tanner you say is fine, like it's fine. So then divide. Some of my favorite songs are on this album, um, and it would be my favorite songs would be um, happier. Mm-hmm. 
Hearts don't break around here. What do I know? Supermarket flowers. Um, and save myself. Mm-hmm. And they are like they are really good. Like this one's quite a depressing album. Uh, to be fair, all of the songs are depressing. I think that's why I. Th- that's the main thing I want to say. I think that's why. Like a lot of my years, I wasn't in a very good mental place while I liked that sharing. Yeah. I was either going through trauma or trying to deal with grief. So I liked the songs that made me feel because I was I was just numb. So I was like, yes, this makes me feel sad, you know? Mm. And I know that's really depressing. To no, say. I get that completely. But it's true. Actually, Dive is a good song as well from that album. But uh, yeah, I think it's because I'm like, oh my God he can make me sad it doesn't have to be my life um but the song supermarket flowers always reminds me of my nanny and that's the song that can make me cry in 30 seconds this specific lyric of um i took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill i threw the day old tea from the cup that makes me cry yeah those, those two lyrics specifically just make me make me cry every time so yeah, now I think I'm not speaking better. Okay, so now school is in session. Uh, she's definitely exercised her knowledge on this. So we're going <laughs> to test her now. Um, so school's in session, a pop quiz, all about Mr. Edward Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Katie, are you ready? I am ready. So first question, and it is multiple choice. Which Harry Potter actor appeared in the music video for Lego House? Was it Rupert Grint? Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, or Alfred Enoch? It was Rupert Grint. Yes. What's the second? Rupert Grint. Grint. I said Grinch. That's yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Ron Weasley. Uh, question two. Ed Sheeran featured on the song Everything Has Changed. Who was the other artist? Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> I had to throw her in there, guys. Sorry. Sorry. We'll forgive. Okay, sorry. <laughs> when we do a Taylor Swift episode, it's going to be the other way around. I know, I know, I know, I know. Right. True or false? You already know this. Ed Sheeran has a ketchup tattoo. Yes, he does. <laughs> Question four, multiple choice song. Multiple choice song? <laughs> multiple choice answers or whatever. Uh, which 1D song did Ed Sheeran write? What makes you beautiful? Little things, kiss you or night changes? Little things. Yeah. <laughs> what makes you beautiful? Unconfirmed. <laughs> All right. Question five. Another multiple choice. In which movie did Ed Sheeran have a cameo in? Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Ocean's Eight. Yesterday. Or A Star Is Born. Yesterday. That's correct. Yeah. Question six. How many Grammys does Ed Sheeran have? Oh, this is one I do not know. Do you want to have a guess? Yeah, I will. Um... Six. Close. Four. Oh, that wasn't close. It was two off. <laughs> yeah, but five or seven would have been close. <laughs> right, we're not getting... All right, Miss Mathematics over here. <laughs> you should have married him. I know, I should have, but that's not my... That's... Plus, can... minus, divide, multiply. What is he going to do next? Pythagoras theorem. <laughs> Don't tempt him. All right, question seven, another multiple choice one. Which musical TV show did Ed Sheeran audition for? Was it Glee, Victorious, Smash, or Britannia High? Um, I feel like it was Britannia High. It was Britannia High. Yeah. 
Question eight. Uh, what is Ed Sheeran's biggest selling single? Um, Lego House? No. Oh. It's Shape of You. Oh, yeah. That's a straight song that I don't like. <laughs> I actually don't like it. It's uh, <laughs> okay. um, question nine. Which Irish actress appears in the, in the video for Galway Girl? Um, I don't know. Do you want a hint? Yeah. Uh, Little Women. That didn't help. How is that not helping? Because I, I haven't seen it. Okay, Lovely Bones. I don't know Irish actors or actresses. I love how that's usually me. What do you mean? That's usually me being like, I don't know this Irish person. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. I know Irish influencers. Oh, of course. I don't know actors. Saoirse Ronan. Oh, I forgot she was Irish. Uh, yeah, funny side side note. I was talking to someone in a bar <laughs> randomly because I just, when I'm drunk and just like, insulting strangers for no reason yeah. um, so they had a tattoo on them that said Searsha and they were like German or something and they had like Searsha means freedom in Irish right. <laughs> my response to this is like oh you must really like Searsha Ronan oh okay <laughs> I wouldn't blame them like she's fantastic I've actually forgot she was Irish I just broke there. That's okay. Question you. 10, final question. True or false? Ed Sheeran wrote Thinking Out Loud in his kitchen. Yeah, of course he did. True. <laughs> of course. He had to just write it in his kitchen. <laughs> of course he just wrote it like one night in his sleep on a Ferris wheel. Like, <laughs> I just so came got, up with it. You did very well there. Ah, could have done better. He could have done better, but he didn't know who Saoirse Ronan was. So, um. I think I actually just forgot she existed, to be honest. Oh, okay. Why am I? I'm acting like a Saoirse Ronan stan. I'm really not, but I do like her. That's so right. Like she's great. Uh, <laughs> so, what's wrong with me today? I'm malfunctioning. That's alright. So next up, we're going to put Ed Sheeran on our pop scale. We're going to rank him out of five based on his place in pop culture and how much we like him. Katie, out of five, what do you give Mr. Edward Sheeran? I'm going to give him a four and a half because he's a sellout now and I don't really like his latest music and it kind of gives me the ick and turns me off. And it kind of started to happen a bit on the void, but I kind of like let it go for a bit. And then after that album, everything that came out was just a bit like, ugh. So I'm giving him a four and a half. What about you, Evan? So I'm going to give him a... Two and a half. Mm-hmm. I think he is a good songwriter. His music's not really my cup of tea. He is a good songwriter. He's talented. He can sing. Um, and like you said, he's kind of he's kind of gone away from the more like authentic loose change kind of songs to more mm-hmm. commercial hits that are radio friendly, like Bad Habit and Shivers, which for the love of God sends shivers down my spine. I never want to hear that song again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how I feel about Ed Sheeran. So yeah, two and a half. That's fair. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? Um, I guess I would say Hocus Pocus 2 is. Have you seen it? Yeah, I was going to say the same. Okay, I don't like it. 
Why is Jay's popping? I liked it. Because I wanted to bring it up. Um, like it's not that it's it's not that I didn't like it. Like I only I watched it last night, so I said it's popping because like I watched it and like I was excited for it. Yeah. So it was popping with me. Mm-hmm. But I like I just thought the ending could have been better. Yeah. Well, they, maybe we're getting a new one. Who knows? Oh, we hundred percent that we're getting Hulk's Fox Street like ASAP Rocky. It's just probably already in the works. But after that, like. Did you see the end credits? Yeah, it is. Yeah, after credits, yeah. So, like, there's definitely another one coming, but I'm just kind of like, I didn't really like the start, and I didn't really like the end, but the middle was okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it was all right. And it's, and it's Halloween, so I just wanted to bring it up. Other than that, um, there's not much. Well, Joanne McNally, I guess, since I went to see her, mm. and she was hilarious. But other than that, like, not a lot. I've just been, like, so flat out with, like, work and college and all. I'm like, hey, uh, what's popping with you? So, uh, kind of similar. Not a lot, but uh, Hocus Pocus 2 I did actually really enjoy. Yeah. So, I thought it was actually a very good sequel. Um, What else is there? I'm just rooting through my phone. Oh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is back. So, that's a yeah. good time. Um. Let's see, Kardashian still. I'm watching a rewatching a lot of Victorious lately. I don't know why, because me and my friends keep quoting it to each other. <laughs> so that's always fun. And yeah, just um what else is there? What else is there? I can't think. I guess uh, Bake Off as well. And I'm watching Bake Off and I'm enjoying ooh, that. Oh, that's good. Uh, uh yeah, and the Voice UK. I'm actually watching that right now. It's actually very good as well. Oh, that's good. Um. Yeah. So, can't really think of anything right now. Um. But hopefully, I'll have something for you next week. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what happened to me. Also, we're in spooky season, so just spooky stuff, I guess. We are in spooky season. So, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Podcast. You can give us a little rating on Spotify or a little review on Apple Podcasts if you so wish. And if your family and friends need something new to listen to, send them our way. We'd we'd love to listen. Um, and you, they can find us anywhere they can get their podcasts. So that was Katie's birthday episode on Ed Sheeran. Um, and thanks for listening. And you'll hear us hear from us next week. <laughs>